On uh, June 22nd, a remarkable thing is going to happen. There will be the 4,750th meeting of an organization in Dallas that a lot of us have never heard of, at least I hadn't anyway, the Dallas Executives Association, founded in 1935. This sounds like the kind of thing we need to know more about. The uh, former chairman, former president, and uh, offspring of the founder is Edward Biggers, Dallas attorney, and he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Good morning. It's good to be with you. Yeah, it's good to be with you. So, so now this was founded by, was it your father or your grandfather? My grandfather. So you've got three generations of attorneys in Dallas. That's correct. And I have sons that are also all attorneys. So I have a fourth generation as well working. It all got to go through. So tell me about the Dallas executives, because I'm really intrigued. I mean, there are lots of, oh, you know, these organ business organizations where they get together once a month at, at the IHOP and pass around business cards and try to sell insurance to each other. This is not what the Dallas Executives Association is all about, is it? No, not at all. They, they pride themselves of having true business relationships with each other, not just somebody that, hey, here's my card. It's more of we get to know each other, we learn about each other's business, and we also get to learn a lot about them, each other personally, because, you know, in order to really exchange leads and do business with each other, you need to, to really know the other person that you're uh, working with. You know, and, and from what I see, and you can't compete with each other. Because you only have like one bank, one lawyer, one, I don't know, insurance company. That's correct. And that, that's what makes it really nice and also exclusive because we can go to these meetings, talk about our businesses, tell each other what's going on in our business, how we can help them, how they can help us. And we don't have to worry about our competitors being there trying to get one up on us because, like you said, there's just one uh, member for each classification. So... And they're not all, I mean, you have small businesses too. These are not all large businesses or super regional banks or anything else. No, a lot of them are, are small businesses. We do have a variety of uh, owners that are involved. And also, you know, they're all pretty much executives, you know, decision makers, persons that, you know, you can meet and talk to, and they're the ones that are going to do business with you, not some salesperson that's, just trying to make a, yeah. a deal. Well, and also, I, I guess you, it sounds like you'd really develop some respect for each other and care. I would, I can't imagine what your meetings, which were probably virtual over the last year have been like. I, I, were you helping each other? Oh, sure. It, it was a little bit different, but we had our, our Zoom meetings each week and we try to keep the meetings just like we normally do uh, each week and being able to tell them, hey, this is what I need help on or you know, what kind of different things like, you know, all the different COVID protocols. So people were telling, well, here's what you can do. Let me help tell you ways I can help you with that. Uh, you know, just really trying to give a helping hand to each other uh, to make it through that very difficult time. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I'm sure the banker was helping, you know, here's how you apply for a PPP loan. And I would guess that you were called upon to talk about potential restructuring or helping out some corporations because, you know, there are a lot of them were really hurt. Yes. So there, a lot of that was going on. Uh, and like I said, it was great to have that resource throughout the whole period of time so that we could, you know, lean on each other. And that's what we need. And that, you know, those kind of situations, yeah. uh, you know, we're still coming out of it, of course, but it's not like it was like last year. Did everybody come out of it? I mean, you only have, I think 40, 
40 different 40 firms or 40 members can everybody come out of it every one that i'm aware of is all still with us and we hadn't didn't lose any you know we didn't lose any members and everybody is still you know doing quite well as far as i know so do, are there multiple members? So your your law firm, obviously, you're a member. But are other attorneys your sons? Are they also members? Well, the membership belongs to the company. So our firm, the Biggers Law Firm, is actually the member, and I'm the representative for the law firm. And I go to the meetings uh, someday, just like I did. One of my sons, or both of my sons, will be attending the meetings. Uh, instead of me. Now, there's no rule that says that all three of us can't come to the meeting. And actually, there are some businesses that'll have multiple representatives come to the meetings. So do you have any idea why your grandfather started this in 1935? 1935 was a tough time. I mean, we were still, you know, deep into the Depression. But why did this start to begin with? Well, that's, that's pretty much the reason these business people are trying to find ways to, you know, to help each other and find business for each other. And so that's how they got together saying, hey, let's get together and we're going to work towards how we can he- help each other and and getting more business and also being a help to each other. So what, what what's what's ahead? Uh, do you grow the organization? You ever got to have more than more than 40? That just is that a magic number? No, that's not a magic number. We're we're always looking for new members. You know, we would we don't want just a volume. We're looking for you know quality people of high business reputation, uh, and also they have to be they can't be in conflict with any of our members. So we're always adding people or, or companies, and you know from time to time uh, we may not be a good fit for a company and they leave. Uh, so it's there's no there's no magic number of who the number we want to have in there. It's just we want to have all good, solid businesses that we can refer business to. Yeah, and diverse. Do you have retailers? Are are they all professional services? Oh, we have retailers as well. And it's interesting, from time to time, we'll have more retailers in than we would at other times. It just kind of depends on what's kind of going on, honestly. Well, like I say, I can't think of a better time, maybe 1935, but like what we've been through for the last year or so, to have an organization like this – Dallas Executives Association. So a few more generations ahead. You've already got what three generations into it. Yes. So we'll have we'll have the fourth generation of my family being in the DEA. And you know, this is something that's kind of been I've always have been a part of this from growing up. And you know, this has been always a great resource for not just the company, but our family, because you know, we have, you know, a lot of just consumer type services in the DEA. And so you know, we use them for our families, uh, refer our friends, and they're just great contacts of people that we know that we refer people. They're going to get outstanding service and, and attention to our friends and family that we refer to each other. Yeah, it sounds like a fascinating organization. Dallas Executives Association, uh, and it's 80, uh, celebrating its 85th anniversary. Uh, Ted Beggers is former president and chairman and has three generations into it. So I appreciate the time. It's fun to learn about it. Well, I'm glad that we could visit about our, our entity. Our Dallas Executive Association is very fond of that, and they mean a whole lot to me and my family. Yeah, I, I think so. For more of our conversation with Mr. Beggars, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.